1: Listen, it's not the least weekender yet. That is still yet to come tonight, but we are having our friend Mike from Ducks and Pucks on. Obviously, last night, the Maple Leafs had their way with the Anaheim Ducks, but hey, it's not always been that way. We've all been down the road, but Mike, how's it going tonight, buddy?
0: Uh, it's better. And, and, and I'll just uh, start off by just, you know, straight up apologizing because we were going to do the show after the game. And uh, I, I wasn't really in a um, coherent state, let's say, uh, after the beatdown that, that your team put on us. So I know we rescheduled for today uh, and I'm, I'm glad you know, we were able to do it. But, you know, uh, looking back at that game, I mean, it was really uh, the first period. Uh, Toronto dominated in that first uh, opening 20 minutes ducks was only three shots on goal uh the power play you guys were moving it around doing your thing um ducks were standing around um and, and you just can't come back from that I, I was looking at more of the stats after the game and the ducks actually did play better in the second or third but i, I mean once you're down six to one in the beginning of this, the second period uh, <laughs> it's takes act of god to come back from that
1: yeah no it's it's a deep dig to dig out of that kind of hole and like you we've all been on that Mm -hmm. side of things on a game where you don't want to talk about it afterwards. You just want to put it to bed and just move on because there's nothing positive to really go for. But at the same time, there are good things to look forward to in Mm -hmm. these games, whether you're the winning team or the losing team, because obviously a team like the ducks this season, obviously started off pretty well, to be honest, and then kind of petered out and now has been Mm -hmm. where it is. But you know that you're going to get more young talent, you know, that also you made a deal bringing in Cutter Goche, another player that's going to be good for this squad. So for mm-hmm. you, I look at this team and I say, yeah, last night, crumple it up, throw it away. It is what it is. What mm-hmm. are the bright spots for you? We can talk about the Leo Carlson's and the Mason McTavish of the world. But for you, what other bright spots Maybe mm-hmm. that us, um, especially by the headlines of the Toronto Sun, ignorant mm-hmm. Toronto fans, may not know about? Obviously, we're not all that mm-hmm. bad. I know who Lucas Dostal mm-hmm. is. I have him on mm-hmm. my team in NHL, the NHL game. I drafted him. I love having him there. But you know, I want to know from you what are the bright spots, man. Yeah, I mean, for
0: this season, like you said, it started out. We had that five-game winning streak. Everybody was super excited. Then we went on the crazy eight-game losing streak. Came back to reality, and and it's kind of you know, kind of gone similar to last year. Though we've we've got more wins at this point in regulation, or I should say, the same amount um, as as we had last year. So I mean, you know, we're still improving. We're still doing better. I think. Some of the things to look at is Petrano has been phenomenal on this team. They brought him in. Um the tank. Goal. Yeah, 24th goal last year. I mean, that guy uh, brings some serious passion and fire uh, to this team. I, I love that dude. I'm always on there posting, like, Frank the Tank, cracking jokes, you know, different things with him. The, the way he sellies at the end of the goals and stuff is just a, is just a crack up um, to see that, that passion and the way that uh, he – the, just the passion that he has when he's scoring those goals and playing he's been phenomenal for this team um gudas has come in and, and he's been uh, some help on the blue line I, I know you guys have, have your thing with gudas but he's he's helped us a little bit our blue line is, is super young um, yeah and, you know we've had trouble with the blue line in different games obviously the game against you guys um so he's coming there and then troy terry too is, is a guy that started off the season slow uh, people were concerned but he's back in form and he and he's playing like the seven million dollar man that we expect him to be. So, I mean, there are there are things that are are good with the ducks. I think a lot of it is just there's like individual parts overall, it's still not where we want to be, it's not quite there. You know, we we're trying to get there, but um, for sure, there's different little you know things that you'll see here and there, and like you mentioned, also the Carlson obviously doing well. We're we're looking forward to Gautier coming next season. Um, and, and helping out with the offense there too. So it, you have to be a little bit patient, I guess, as a Ducks fan. And, right. and this year, this, this especially this road trip's been rough. You know, five nothing to Montreal, bounce back, beat Ottawa, and then you guys blow us out. So it's it's been a rough you know go of it this last week. But I think overall we're going in the right direction. There are, like you said, bright
2: spots for this team.
1: I said, well,
2: well, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I think I think what's what important about your team is that you know you've had John Gibb gibson for a while and he mm-hmm. seems like a, a big piece that could be moved at the trade deadline but yes i think what's very uh confident in knowing that you guys have a young team coming up is that lucas Dostal has taken the position of i can take this net at any at any point when gibson leaves and I, I think that's a huge uh relief for you guys knowing that you guys have somebody that you can rely on when the young squad kind of steps up and starts kind of kicking into gear
0: yeah, I agree. And, and we've talked about that on our show too. It seems like the Gibson thing has been an annual like ritual come okay. trade deadline. Everybody's talking about them. Where's he going to go? Who, who can take on the contract? How much will the ducks want to retain? Uh, all these kind of th- things have been aspects for, I don't know, three or four seasons. Now. I mean, I've lost track because I just every oh, yeah. time the deadline comes up, I'm like, okay, I think the, the big thing like you, you talked about there, Dylan is, What does Verbeek see with Dostal? Is is he the guy that he's ready to take over this team? Because if it doesn't matter what I say, you say, or anybody says, right, with this, is, but if Verbeek thinks Dostal's the guy, then Gibson gets traded.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I can see definitely uh, Verbeek making that. And Verbeek can make some hard-nosed decisions too. He was a hard-nosed player, and he's a hard-nosed negotiator. So he wants his price for Gibson, and that's what he's going to go for. And same thing in contract negotiations as well. But I look at this team and I say, what is it missing for you? You know, you watch them all the time. What are the X factors this team needs to check off to take that next step? Is it scoring? Is it another defenseman? Um, You know, consistency obviously is a key. But what is it that is missing on a nightly basis, you think, to go to that next level where you're not just going into the playoffs but chasing a playoff spot? Because that's where most teams start to build towards.
0: Well, one thing that we've talked about on our show, and I, I don't think that this gets brought up a lot, is this team has no team captain. So for me, that's a huge problem. Getzloff was a great team captain, great locker room guy, character guy. And this team is trying to figure out their identity. And I think that's a huge problem that's tied into it. Um, I, you know, I think Terry's one that could be. Uh, you know, captain. I think Mason McTavish is one that you talk about. Some people throw out Cam Fowler, but Fowler's kind of more on the back end of his career. So it seems like a lot of people are, hey, Terry McTavish. But we haven't picked that yet. So there, there is no yeah. identity. I think that that part is huge. That that's maybe more um, not an X and O type, you know, discussion, but as far as on the ice, the playing. Uh, there's a couple things. I think the offense is hit or miss. I think we need more consistency. Like I said, they brought in Vitrano. He's been killing it. Terry's been back doing his thing. That's great. Uh, Gauthier, but that's next season. Uh, you know, that was the trade we made earlier, too, that Berveek talked about. His p- position of strength, as he talked about, it was the defense. Was Drysdale, he traded him, obviously getting Gauthier to improve the offense. So I think the offense has been an issue. And then special teams. Special teams started out pretty decent at the beginning of yep, the season. But but it's been a problem for us the last couple of years. We can't kill penalties. You saw that in the game against Toronto. You guys, I think you scored on the first four in a row. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we we weren't doing anything. Uh, so the penalty kill has been suspect, and then the power play too at, at times. And and I uh, this is an excuse, but injuries have killed us this year. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, McTavish has been in and out of the lineup. Uh, Carlson's been in and out. We we didn't know how much oh, yes. he was going to play because we I witnessed the game when his knee went down and i was there in person watching it and i almost was like was just like lost my mind cuz i'm like oh my god is he done for the season the way his leg bent in that play and it wasn't a dirty play yeah. just the way it happened um killed us so consistency's been a problem with these guys in and out you look at Kalorn, we just got him back last night yep. he's been in and out all year so again not excuses but just stating the way it is, is is consistency i think's been a problem being healthy and then the scoring um has been an issue i think defensively we're okay Um, but it's just it's it's just been tough. When you when you can't win on special teams, when you're you're not stopping the other team and then you're not scoring, that doesn't help. The other thing too, I believe we lead the league in penalties. That that's not gonna help too. You're giving you know the other team opportunity all the time and you're not playing five on five, that also wrecks the flow of your game. So that's another issue, which you know, a lot of people point at the reps, and I I sometimes get irritated with the refs too, but Again, you got to be disciplined. You, you can't be in the box five, six
1: times a game and then expect to win every night. No, yeah, it right. doesn't work at all, and 100%. A guy that kind of does go to the box a fair amount is uh, Rakogudis, and we'll switch uh, mm-hmm. switch over yeah. to that topic right here. Um, obviously, us Leaf fans, we have a problem with what he did to Joe mm-hmm. Wolf, at the end of the Florida Panthers series. And then yes. we had Ryan Reeves come to this uh, team, talk about the actual situation in the summer and say, hey, let Rakko Gudis try that while well, I'm on the ice. And obviously last time these two teams met, Gudis was not in the lineup. Neither was Reeves, I do believe. But last night they were on the ice together. And it did okay. look like Reeves, even at 3-1, was trying to get something out of Gudis, get something going there. Maybe you make him atone for that scream in the face of wool. Um, yeah. It didn't happen. But Gudis did go Domi. He went after McMahon. Yeah. He went after Nyes. Um, I'm wondering for you, Morako Gudis, we all know he is a tough player. He's a hard guy. lays body checks like nobody's business. He's a guy you'd love on your lineup. I don't care what any Leaf fan says. I had a lot of them say, because I said last night in the video, that, you know, oh, Leaf fans, we'd love to have him here. But everybody's like, no, we wouldn't. We wouldn't want that garbage here. Yes, you would. You'd love to have him on your back end because he's physical and plays that way. But at the same time, last night with Ryan Reeves, he didn't want none of it. He really didn't. And I'm wondering for you. When you got a guy like Goudis, and I asked Cam Jansen this actually earlier today, you know, do you do do with Reeves and just get it out of the way? You know, basically, you know Reeves is coming for you for what you did last year when neither yeah. of you were on the teams you're on now. But even still, Reeves wants to be the the cop of the team, police it right, and he tried to goad it last night, but he didn't get it. Domi did, and Goudis took care of him, no problem. But I'm wondering, should have who just, just went with Reeves and got it done and over with and probably simmered that all down early. And maybe they could have switched it back to trying to get back in the game when it was
0: 3-1. I, I agree with that. I, I'm kind of old school. Um, my, my podcast co-host, Eddie and I, we talk about this. We're, we're really big into the fighting and the code and whatnot. Uh, I know that, that, that the league seems to have kind of gotten away from that, try to tone it down a little bit. But I'm of that mindset that, that you uh, mentioned, James. If you have this issue between two players and it, it's something that's been pent up, hey, just just drop the gloves, knock it out, get it out of the way, done it over, and we move on. I, I don't think dragging it out helps anybody because, obviously, there's that issue there. We all know it's there. Yeah. Um, you know, Going back to the playoffs last year, of course, it's there. So, you know, just to me, just handle it. it it's the ice justice, you know, to just you guys go at it. And then you're done, you dust each other off and you go back, you know, you do your five minutes in the box, get back on the ice, and then it's it's over and done with I, Yeah, I, I think, think at that, that point, was...
1: Reeves would have stopped chasing them around, right? I mean, yes. and it turned the tide a couple of times for the Leafs as well because there was a time when they mixed it up on the ice there for a second, the refs got in the way, someone else from the Ducks jumped in, that player from the Ducks got tossed out. And Reeves got to sit on the bench and still be in the game, right? Didn't go to the penalty box or anything. So it really did impact the game throughout the entirety of it. If, Like I said, if you would have dropped the gloves in that first period when it was 3-1, when he first challenged you, then it's done and over with. Then the rest of the game is in front of you, and you don't have to worry about, hey, Reeves is going to keep trying to hunt for me, hunt for me, hunt for me, which I don't care what anybody says. That's in the back of your mind. You're looking over your shoulder if you're on the ice saying, okay, is Revo coming? And I know Gudis probably isn't as scared of anybody, but at the same time, you still want to be able to focus on your own game. And not worried about a guy coming and trying to scrum you up and rough you up and, you know, draw you into a fight. So if the fight's over with, you can really focus on the rest of everything else. So for me, I was like, man, you should have just dropped the mitts, even if it was a wrestling match. And then it's done. Then you both just dust it off and walk off.
2: There's also got to be some anxiety that that you're holding on to the entire game if you're not dropping the gloves. That's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, no, you're you're right, and I mean, you're both touching on the same the same idea. Is okay, you you know that this could be coming, it could happen. You have this guy after you, and 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 whatnot. Or, you know, right, wrong, or different, whatever. There's this tension. You want to settle yeah. it. I would rather settle it because, I mean, to me, if I'm playing. Now I'm going to be a little bit off my game. Like you talked about, Dylan, I would have a little bit of anxiety because I'm like, dude, this, this big guy's coming after me. You know, we we knocked him out of the playoffs last year. He wants a piece of me. Um, you know, it, which play is he going to crush me or come and attack me? It's like, just do it and then done, go, fo- you know, focus on the game because to me, you do get distracted. And then you get into situations like you brought up, James. The problem for us is we we draw all these penalties. And yeah. we draw a lot of them in frustration. We do stupid stuff here and there um you know and then it and then it hurt it ends up hurting us too because now you have a situation you get in a little scrum someone else jumps in that person's out and then we're short-handed. yeah um, just just end it get it done and then then you can focus on the x and os and playing the game
2: speaking of coming at you matthews came at you guys with Ooh. three unfortunately last night and it's five two hat tricks in uh back-to-back games yes um, I, I saw a photo earlier today on Twitter and it was a picture of Matthews putting the jersey on for the first time. And I can't lie, I, I don't think any Leafs fan really expected what we're seeing right now in, no. in the greatest Leaf of all time, in my opinion. But I wanted to get your thoughts on, on Matthews. And of course, I, I, I'm sure you hope that some of your Anaheim Ducks become uh, something of, of Matthews-esque. Um, yeah. but, uh, what's your thoughts on his incredible, uh, goal scoring ability this year?
0: Yeah, dude, I was, I was talking about this last night with some people and I make a joke. He, he makes fire look cold. I mean, he's so, <laughs> hot. He is so hot. It's just ridiculous. And I, I, and I was thinking about that game, uh, that we just played and I was like, oh, he just had a hat trick. I'm all, I'm all, wouldn't that be something I kind of, you know, I didn't post it or say this out publicly, obviously, but I was thinking in my head, I'm all, man he's probably gonna get another one like watch and then he does And I'm like you gotta be kidding me I'm yeah. like holy crap that guy is just unstoppable the way that he attacks the net um his hockey IQ is just it's off the charts I mean he's all over the ice he's got the skating ability he's got the shooting ability um the biggest thing too is is just the will and the passion that he has too in the game like that that's another part you know we like to talk about intangibles too on our show and I mean he's got some of those things I mean, yes, he's loaded with skill, but dude, the guy's got will. And I mean, he just goes for it. And I mean, he is so freaking hot right now. I mean, it's insane. I mean, it's, it's good for you guys. I'm really curious to see for you, how you guys do in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. you know, for us, we're, we're not going to go anywhere. Obviously we're, we're, we're hoping for a top three draft pick, but for you guys, I, I'm really curious, you know, I, I, I know you guys have the long. The, everyone jokes about the Stanley cup drought and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I know, but I mean, I, I. The way you guys are going, you're, you're, you're making noise, you're doing damage. Um, you know, I know the goalie thing here and there, but you, you've you had Jones uh, now. He's been yeah. playing pretty decent lately. I mean, you know, and I remember him from the San Jose days. And he was always a nemesis for the Ducks there. So I think for you guys, you know, that's that's my only thing. If you, if you guys have solid goaltending, I, I think you guys can go far. Look at the Vegas Knights. Love him or hate him. Aiden Hill is not a top five goal. He's not. I mean, I love the dude, but he's not. And look what they did. So you yeah. don't necessarily need a top five goalie to win the cup. It, you, you know, it goes back Yes, and it goes back to what we talked about earlier. You got to be able to score in and out of the game. You got to be able to uh, win those battles on special teams, stay out of the box, and then if you have a goalie that that's hot, dude, you can you can go far. And you guys got talent on your team. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I, I mean, I can see you guys doing some serious damage in the playoffs.
1: We all know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. You want to check out the Flyers and Leafs tonight? Lay a bet down. That may be the way to do it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code THPN. New customers bet just five bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8HOPE-NY or text 467-369 in Connecticut. Help is available for your problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Hill and Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms and responsible gambling resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright the NHL 2024. All rights are reserved. Well, that makes me excited, obviously, because we want to <laughs> run for these guys for once. And a lot of people are starting to say that. But here's the thing for me, for Matthews. The goal scoring is impressive. But the other parts of yes. this game are starting to grow as well. The leadership qualities, the first yes. on the ice, last off the ice of practice, yeah. you know, really yeah. starting to fine tune. And when he scores goals, not a lot of people point this out, but he skates down to whoever's in net and fist bumps them as well. Yes. Just pumping up the goaltender as well, making sure they feel included. Making sure, guys, last night he was getting Bertuzzi a goal. No matter what happened, he he waited until his body turned the right way and snapped that puck so it went off him and in the net the bust a slump. So he's starting to get those other things to his game and his 200-foot game has grown as well. He's one of the best at stripping the pucks off, guys. And if he can rub that off on Matthew Nyes, the guy riding shotgun with him as a rookie, I'm not too sad about that. But, yeah, I'd love to see – him and his scoring prowess, maybe pause a little bit. I know Leaf fans, you don't want to hear that. But no, save a few cookies for the playoffs, but <laughs> yeah. just Keep you healthy for the big dance and score a few more that way and become a leader in something else there. Break another record or something in the playoffs. We'd love to see it. But something that happened last night that the Leafs have a good record in is challenges. Yeah, And I remember I was watching your tweets last night, <laughs> getting ready for us to talk. And uh, I saw you, You, know, why do you challenge it when you're, you're up? Yeah. I think it was 8-1. Yeah, it was 8-1. Point. And for me, I look at it, and they said it on the broadcast, but then I looked at the stats and stuff. It wow. does help the goalie stats for one, Yeah, you know, obviously for your goaltender. And you got to also, the other thing is the Leafs have always never been really a stand up for your guys, rah, rah. Since the Riley thing, there's been more of that for this team, but also that was Keith standing up for his goalie and saying, well, we're not just going to be like, ah, it's 9-2 or 8-2. Go ahead, take the right. goal. We'll move on. Obviously right. standing up a little bit. Did you, now that you've seen it from kind of both sides of it, do you still take umbrance with it? Or is it, you know what, you know, you got to challenge where you can challenge.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, I was um, a little bit buzzed up at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so i I probably wouldn't have posted it, but I was just so frustrated last night. No, I was man. just like, that's, that's you, you, you know, I'm, I'm usually pretty mellow uh, on X, you know, he even for, form, yeah, formerly knows Twitter. I'm, I'm usually not the one on there, like going off about refs and it's, I mean, I'll post videos of something and be like, Oh, there was no call here. Or, or, you know, I'll post it and say, Hey, this is a big hit. And then I'll let the fans on there, you know, chime in and they can repost and be like, that's a you know, BS hit or dirty hit or what, you know, I'll try and I'll, my whole thing is I try to not get too uh, amped one way or another, but obviously last night I, I, I was not happy. And, and I was like, come on, man, just, and let's Carlson, you know, it's, it's, uh, that's, everything. I'm like, man, just let him have the goal, let him have the goal. But no, I get it. I mean, it, you have that and you you have a situation where there's a um, goaltender interference and, it, and it's something that can, you know, affect, that play and that that's your guy um I mean yeah you're, you're gonna you're gonna do what you're gonna do I mean I obviously I you know I wish that they wouldn't have I mean it wouldn't have mattered in the game anyways and that was kind of the, the whole point of of why I made the post but I was also super frustrated at that point because <laughs> I we already we all knew it was already over like come on it was eight to one oh, yeah. to start yeah. there nothing that was gonna happen so I you know I felt
1: bad I don't know I team. don't know if you've uh you've, you've followed this Toronto team but those things do happen to the Leafs. 3-1, 4-up, yes, 4-1 in a game, up 5-1 in a game. Hell, I think there's yeah. one point, Dylan, it was 7-2 at one point, and the Leafs ended up losing that game to Detroit. So was, oh. there there are times where this has happened. So it's the leafiest thing possible, and we all joke about <laughs> it on this side of it.
0: Because I like that, the leafiest leafier, thing. That's funny.
1: Well, <laughs> listen, you go down the – if you're in a slump, play the Leafs because you'll get out of the slump. If you're a brand-new goaltender in the league – Start against the Leafs, <laughs> turn in a stellar Dominic Hachik performance. Yeah. It's just you know, hey, have you played for the Leafs and you're on a new team? Play the Leafs, you're going to score. It's bound mm-hmm. to happen. Hammer that money line because you're getting that prop. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's it. I I agree with the fact the game was done. Would have been nice for Carlson to have a goal because obviously you want some feel good stuff to come yeah, out of that game no. too for you guys. Um, we talked already about the thoughts on the Leafs chances, so we'll skip over that bullet point. I want to get to you right now. What is your Stanley Cup prediction? Who do you have in the final if you had to take it right now today?
0: That's tough. You know, it's funny because I'm looking over the standings right now and I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, man, like, I mean, you know, Vegas is still there. They're still up in the mix. You know, you've got Florida still up there in the mix too. I I mean, I I like Boston, obviously, we know what happened with him. Um, the Rangers, that was a crazy game today in the Stadium Series. Oh, I they, saw that. yeah, they came back and beat the Islanders. And then that goal, I didn't know if they were going to allow that goal in overtime. That last I, goal, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm with them. He shot the puck, they knocked it off the net. I was like, oh, dude, uh, are they going to allow that? Like, I mean. I, you know, I was I was kind of curious. It worked out for my fantasy, by the way. <laughs> I was playing how the Islanders goalie, so I was like, "Oh yeah, I I don't want this guy to win. He's he's got to lose." Gotta lose. <laughs> so so selfishly, on a personal note, you know, it helped me. But I I mean, it's tough
2: if if you look at it. I, I mean, Florida. I don't know. Well, I was I getting good at at the appropriate time. Like, yeah, I, I would disagree.
1: Not- I'd say it's too early to start peaking.
2: Matthew Kachuk really has uh, he looked shitty during that first part of the season. I think he's finally coming yeah. into his own. Finally, yeah.
0: I, I mean, I I like what I see in Florida. I like the Rangers too. I, I think you know. I still do think Toronto has a chance. I think that they could squeeze in there. I I it'd be tough for Florida. I think a repeat. I I think I would. They they probably could, but I I think for argument's sake, I would go with the Rangers. I I would yeah. I would try and go different. I, it's just hard to repeat. And then looking at the West, um was kind of, maybe been a surprise to people's been the Canucks. I mean they're they're winning uh-huh. our division. They're fighting it out with the Knights, but I mean the Canucks have been pretty strong. I mean they they've, you know, uh really brought it on too. It was a surprise cuz you know they they were going through some issues too. Uh, and then obviously Dallas and, and the Jets up there, but I would say I would say New York and Vancouver now. And that's just I
2: mean, we yeah. still got 20 plus games to go, but if, yeah. I, if oh, yeah. I had, I still think. Teams, well, I yeah. Still what think do you think? Rutherford has a lot of like moves up his sleeve. Like he just, mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. done a couple trades already and I still don't think he's done. And that's what's mm-hmm. scary about Vancouver is that they could put more pieces into the. I love the, how everybody uh, says
1: Rutherford when it's Patrick Alvin, who's the GM. <laughs> 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 everybody says Rutherford's got more moves to make. It's like, Last I checked, the name on the yeah. GM door is Patrick Alvin, but you nobody know references him in no any mind. deals. It's all Rutherford.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, I mean, there've been some surprises. I mean, I didn't think Florida was still going to be up there, and they are. Uh, Vegas, I kind of expected it. Uh, I, you know, depending on on the goalie uh, thing with them and and whatnot. I mean, you know, and then you've got the Oilers too. I mean, the Oilers, yeah. they they they've destroyed us too this year. I think. Uh, I was looking at the, the worst losses, and obviously the, the, the amount of goals that you guys scored was the worst this year. We had not given up nine, but wow. we had given up eight uh to Edmonton. Uh, you know, and I mean you, you look at McDavid, that's another guy in Dryside, oh, holy crap, man. I mean, and and you know, the last time we actually kind of contained them until the third period, and we ended up losing that game, but um that's another one that I would keep an eye on too. They had that that winning streak, what was it? It was 16 games, well, they had, and then they, games, they yeah. Yeah, yeah. They 16.
2: just had to have the All Star game right in between their streak. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's what so before. they're another team. I, you know, they they could get past Vegas and Vancouver in the playoffs. And yeah, I mean they're right there in the mix. I mean they're they're all battling it out for first. They're only a couple points apart between those three. So I'm really curious to see how. how I think it'll be somebody in the Pacific. That's what I think for the Western Conference. I think between those three teams, it'll be one of them. Yeah, I, I, mean, I like what the Stars are doing and the Jets yeah yeah I, I mean I think they can go far too but I, that's that's really what I think I think for the East though you guys are it, it's gonna be a battle it's gonna yeah. be a big battle in the east yeah it it's is going to be a huge
1: battle and that's what we love to watch but obviously for the Anaheim Ducks right now, it's kind of hey let's be competitive mm-hmm. but let's make sure that we don't lose sight of getting a good pick and I'll say that as a leaf fan for many many years I watched this team, get hot at the wrong time and Mm -hmm. pooch themselves out of a top five, top six pick by missing the playoffs by four, five, three, two points. Mm -hmm. And really they had no business being in the run that they were on. They should just slide back, get some good players. But it worked out in the long run for us so far. Hopefully there's something good on the horizon. But I want to thank you very much for taking the time, parking Mm -hmm. some time with us to talk some Ducks Leafs. I really want to get you back on towards the playoffs and sure. pick your brain some more obviously right now the ducks won't be there but still you'll be able to see all the western teams and give us a little bit more in depth on what those guys are doing and maybe 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 the leafs and ducks become trade partners and we grab an adam henry coffee you. Uh, you never know
0: you know and that that's you know talking trade stuff i i that's the number one guy i believe will be moved by our team i think yeah. he's gone come trade deadline Uh, But I think you
1: guys are going to get a pretty good bounty for him because right now the center market is kind of thin, to be honest.
0: Yeah, because you saw those couple other trades and and they're pretty good. And I mean, yeah, Henrique's a rental, but I mean, I I think that we can definitely get something good for him. Um, I know Vertrano's name's been thrown out there. I I don't want him moved. I I don't think think he'll get moved, but I, I don't want him moved. I mean, yes, his price w- would be very high, but we need scoring like Verbeek talked about, and that's why he went out and got um, Gautier. I mean, Henrik, don't get me wrong, that guy, I love that dude, um, because he can play center, he can play wing, he wins face-offs, he, he does a lot of things, but the problem is, is we're in his final year of his contract, and I don't think Verbeek's going to extend them. so if you're not going to extend them, let's get something for him to you know, help us with this rebuild. So, those are some of the names. Obviously, we mentioned Gibson is another one to look at, and, and yeah. we'll see what happens with that. But I definitely think for us, come trade deadline, we are going to be busy for sure. Yeah, And we well, did trade. To be
1: interesting trade deadline's always a fun day. Everybody parks some time to sit in front of mm-hmm. their TV and watch the tickers as it goes, or sit on X and just keep refreshing <laughs> yes. rapidly, yes. making sure you have the right people you're following, not huge yes. accounts as well. But, yeah, um, Mike, I want to thank you very much. You took the time to sit with us today, chat some Ducks and Leafs. Yeah. I appreciate it, my friend. Where can everybody find your stuff and make sure they jump on your page as well?
0: Yeah, just for us, everything is uh, – all the social media, it's Ducks and Pucks, but it, it's Ducks, the letter N, and then Pucks. So it's not the the full word and. It's just Ducks and Pucks um, on, on Twitter or X. Um, also, DucksandPucks.com. Um, same thing on Facebook and Instagram. We run all the you know the big um, social media stuff, just like everybody else does too, as well. And thanks for having me on the show. I, I'm glad we didn't did it today. Uh, yesterday probably wouldn't have it wouldn't have been a good time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was like no, worries, man, well, like I told you before, we well, jumped on there was good. not going to it'd be good nature yeah. ribbing. Nothing. Oh yeah, through, bad ripping, having fun. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in with us. This is Offside Hockey Talk, where the Maple Leafs and hockey come to talk.